It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Um, just want to jump in here before we do the podcast today with Jake and I. A um, couple things. First of all, um, and this is not the normal day that we go up, but we're going to do a special kind of four-day Princeton offense. This, this podcast got me thinking about the Princeton offense and um, how I think it could be useful for all of you. So um, I went out and found an expert, John Wheeler, who's unbelievable. Um, he'll be on the podcast tomorrow to kind of explain to that. Um, he's going to run a three-day mastermind in the end of September uh, or middle of September. Um, so if you want to sign up for that, go over to Teach Hoops, Teach www, Teach Hoops with an S, Princeton. So one big word, teachhoopsprinceton.com. You can sign up. If you're listening to this sometime in the future, just go over there and you can um, uh, sign up and get on a waiting list because you think he only does this a couple times a year. But it's be three nights. It's really cool. Um, and it's not like a five-minute thing. It's like a couple hours a night, um, him kind of explaining the Princeton offense. So be really cool. Go over and check it out. And uh, let's head off to the podcast. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to High School Hoops with your hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Steger. Hi, welcome. Episode, God, I gotta remember, episode 106 of High School Hoops. Today we're going to talk about the Princeton offense. So I've, I've been actually talking to coaches, different coaches on uh, Coach Unplugged about the Princeton offense. So this will be intriguing. Um, probably the two of us, we're going to be, we're going to be truthful probably least knowledgeable about this offense than all the other ones we've talked about this month. But anyway, we'll, we'll give it a shot. We'll talk about it. We maybe, um, I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to get, uh, some guests, uh, some guest speakers in on this, but we'll see. Um, anyway, uh, before we do that, big shout out to Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, what I love about Dr. Dish is how innovative they are. You know, they're always coming up with new machines. They came up with the home one, which you don't get the $350 discount on, but the rest of them you do. And they came up with the one with the computer screen and, you know, the, all the workouts. And anyway, anyway, mention, uh, mention Coach Unplugged. You're in high school hoops, and they'll give you $350 off. Second thing is go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. The one-stop shop for basketball coaches. If prices haven't already increased, they're going to. 
if they haven't in August, they're going to in September. So if you want to get in and you want the 14 day free trial and you want to kick the tires around and you want to come to the one-on-one calls, we start revving them up come fall because everyone's getting ready for the season. And I think it's going to be an interesting year for those coaches that are going to be coaching for those coaches that are not going to be coaching. How is it going to change? How is social distancing? All those things. Um, we've thought about them in the teachhoops.com community. So come over and join us. All right. Princeton offense. I guess we call it the Princeton offense. I mean, I know there's other Richmond runs it. Air force runs it. Lots of people run it. Uh, St. Mary's runs a variation of it. I think, um, a lot of different teams run it. Um, but I, I, I guess before, I think one of the things is I, I have from a high school coach, it, it's very, a, comp, a complicated, uh, a we'll get into strengths. You're going to do weaknesses first. Well, let's, let's, let's start with strengths. Okay. Let's start with strengths. <laughs> All right. So, um, super hard to defend. It is. Uh, and I've watched some <laughs> YouTube videos today from other opposing coaches that used to play the Princeton teams. And they said they absolutely hated preparing for Princeton. Princeton offense is very hard to guard. It's very hard to prepare for. Um, uh, uh, emphasis on post touches with certain variations of it, which I like. Excellent player movement, ball movement, and spacing, which are the three elements. There's constant that, motion, which yeah. I love. And um, the ball movement is unbelievable in the Princeton offense. It's yes. fantastic. Uh, it's very effective against pressure and switching. Um, you know, I remember uh, Princeton played Duke years ago, and they just killed them with using their offense. Um, I like the split actions; they're super unique and cool. I think it's something that players Spin aren't is probably the most common action everyone knows about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I like uh, I like some of the split actions, and then um, I do like the opportunity to have a two guard front because if you don't have a strong bat, a ball a ball handler, having the two guard front can might be easier for you to bring the ball up. And then anything that can emphasize a backdoor cut to easy baskets is always a nice offense. Right, because it gets it gets you. What I like is it's getting you moving in the right direction. Yep. Um, that's why I like to read and react too. Um, it gets you moving out toward the basket where good things will happen because you get free throws. Um, but it's also um, allows you to get some easy scoring opportunities. Um, I do. I, I love the, I love the positionless basketball, just like the read and react, you know, anybody can go anywhere. Um, and there's lots of scoring options. And the, the problem is teams get, especially in high school, cause this is high school hoops teams get down. What do they do? They pressure you. And what happens when they pressure you, you fake and you backdoor cut and you boom. And there's nothing more demoralizing when a team's down, they're trying to come at you. They're pressuring which, you, which this offense is perfect for this offense is made so if you, for. Yes. If you develop a lead in your half court offense, you know, if you can maintain a lead into the, the second half and at the end and team have to really pressure you, it's, it's, it's a, it's a definitely golden nugget for you. If you can be able to execute using it. Oh, it absolutely is. Um, weaknesses is now let's talk about what we were going to talk about before we, one of the weaknesses is it's super hard to teach. It's super complicated. Yeah. Um, and then there's multiple variations, the low, the point, and the chin. Um, you said the chin is by far the most popular, right? And I think it is. I think it's the most commonly called. I, I, and I've seen it a lot at the high school basketball, especially now with the move of the ball screen. Right. It's, right. it's the back screen to the flare screen. And a lot of times yep. they'll set that flare to a ball screen, that, that kind of action. Yep. You see a lot of chin action. And I, I, st- I see a lot of uh, – a lot of chin action, even at the collegiate level, and even at the NBA level, I see a lot of chin action as well. 
And then, yeah, so. Well, um, well, well, the one thing this offense requires is you to be patient. It does require you to be patient and look for specific openings. Um, and players got to be similar to read and react. You got to be able to do lots of things well <laughs> to be successful. Um, you know, and yeah, going because back. Like, like you were saying too, like one of the weaknesses, I know that they're interchangeable, but like, there's a lot of dribble at action. Your players have to be capable, even they're, if they're, they're not a point yeah, guard, yeah. they have to be able to dribble at that overplay. And as a high school basketball coach, I don't know if I feel comfortable with some of the players that I've had on the floor to be able to do dribble at action. You know, like it, it takes, if you got a special team then go right ahead and do it. But like, there are some high, and that's all about picking and choosing what aspects you want of this offense as well. But some of the things just make me a little bit nervous, like the dribble at action and stuff like that. Which... Right, and the thing is, it's like we don't have as much time to implement as other things, and it's like you got to be able to, you got to be able to get the reads and all those other things. Yeah, um, you know, I, I've like I said, I watched some interviews of players that have played for Princeton offenses and stuff, and they said, "Yeah, I'm a senior. I'm still figuring out the Princeton offense. It is very, very complicated." Right. Um, I think in a perfect world, if you can get players to do it and do it well, I think everybody would run it. It's it's pretty awesome. I think there's a lot of good possibilities of it, but it takes time. Um, yeah, I mean, it really does. To get effective at it, it's like, oh my gosh. Um, and I and I think that's one of the big weaknesses. I we we tried to as the week goes on, make things that are probably more difficult. I would probably put this as the hardest man offense. Um, it 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 does work. It does work, you know, you tend to have a post, so it does tend to work a little bit against the zone. Um, I think read and react is probably the best of the of the ones that we've talked about over the I last agree. four weeks. Um, as far as using for man and zone, that's one of the reasons I like it. Um, but um, any other weaknesses on your side? Uh, I just think you got to be fundamentally sound and you got to have players that are smart at IQ. you got to be able to pick up things quickly, um, you know, be able to make the right decision with the basketball um, and be able to make reads. I think you have to have a very smart team. Smart, we, I, I do. As we talk about and, and complexity. Not like, they're not like going to Harvard. They got to just be smart reacting and doing kind of those things. Um, what uh, What about our full timeout this week? Do we have anything else on this one? I've never had to defend the Princeton timeout, so I have a different full timeout this week. Oh, okay. Have you ever had to uh, go against a Princeton style offense? A little school? bit, a little bit, but not like a little bit, like some variations of some chin and stuff. Nobody that's like, I mean, no one's. Effectively I would suggest running. anybody if you're really interested, watch some of the Princeton action, watch some of the teams run it. It's it's beautiful basketball, but the buildup and what it takes, you have to be realistic about it. But watching some of them run their offense the way they do it, it's it, it's it's like it's beautiful. It's like a, a basketball symphony when it's ran correctly. It's pretty amazing. Um, I don't know what your thoughts on that, Steve. Is I no, I agree. Awesome. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I I'm just trying to think of all the all the games I've seen over the last twenty years in Wisconsin. How many people I've seen people run it, but it's not. Um, it's not at least in Wisconsin. It's not a common offense by it's any. Not state. very common. No. All right. So one thing you always do after a good performance. As a coach, your team has a good game. What's one thing you do afterwards? Mm, that's a good question. What do I do? 
good performance or bad performance? Uh, I said good. So like a big win. What do you? A big a... win. I will come home and not sleep very well. Similar to a bad loss. Um, <laughs> I I to be honest with you, I try to really take the dogs for a walk when I get home because I I mean my wife knows that after a game I don't sleep. It's gotten worse with age. It's one of the reasons I will give up coaching. It's like because um, the adrenaline is worse. I, I think my body doesn't adjust to the adrenaline. So, anymore. like, did you not sleep for a whole week after you won your first state championship in 05? I mean, I didn't sleep. I mean, I was – I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep for a year after we lost it in 04. Like, <laughs> I was depressed. So, um, no, it was um, – that was – yeah, I mean, I have a tradition of sleeping with a trophy the night we win it. Yeah, we've had no. this discussion before. Yeah, so um, I, I think one thing that I tend I to do know. is like when I'm feeling good after a good performance at a home game, I try to go acknowledge the fans and talk to people. I tend to be a little bit more friendly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I tend I was to trying leave to think the of, facility later after a big win. That's for sure. That's definitely. I'll, I kind of trail my way out. I, I kind of feel good about myself. Yeah, and, and, and I'll spend more time in the. I, I mean, I love my empty gym. I, it'll be one of the things I miss. Um, that feel after a big win. Yeah, and, I, and I like, and I like to be in there by myself. I like, I mean, it's, and I've had this discussion with my son about it. It's just, it's just home. It's like, right. I've spent so much time. One in that thing game. that I always used to love to do is if it was a Friday night, I would try to take the kids out for food afterwards. Ooh, that's a good idea. Um, because, and you know how high schoolers are hopefully not, and they're amped up and feeling really good after a big win more likely they might make a really wrong choice and yeah, not make a good decision. And so it's really nice. House. We used to have this little pizza pub where I, where I uh, coached and our, our, um, our booster club, we always set movie uh, money aside. And when the kids would have a big win on a Friday night, we'd always treat them for pizza. So we knew that by the time they were 10 o'clock, 10 30, they had pizza in them and, 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 and had a bunch of water. They were tired. They were just going to go home and you knew the right. kids were going to be safe. And the parents loved that too, that they knew that their kids were in a safe spot because um, sometimes good performances lead to bad decisions. Yeah, sometimes. I, uh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. All right. Till next, till, whoa, September coach, the leaves are going to start changing. Yeah. Oh. And maybe my hair will start changing because I'll be gray. <laughs> I haven't had a haircut in like five months. Hey, I have a new hairstylist. It's my wife, and she's been doing a really good job. I know. I'm doing my son's. It's not pretty. Anyway. No. All right. Till next. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying this. If you are, maybe go over and check out Coach Collins' other podcasts, Teacher Sidekick and High School Hoops. Um, subscribe, like, leave a five-star review. Maybe. And then uh, also you can go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.